Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, yo. Girl Shanti and it's Antoinette, and you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is a thing. thing. Oreo, Habsy. No, you got good hair, half breed. You're going to make pretty babies. Swirly. You sound white. Zebra. Are you Spanish? Tragic mulatto. Your mom's white? Regular mulatto. What are you? <laughs> so, these are all words and phrases that uh, us mixties, Oreo zebras, <laughs> it's terrible, <laughs> that we hear quite often. And so, I am so curious. I, I, I think that most people know that we... Both have white mothers. We're biracial girls. We're both biracial. Both biracial girls, and I. It, it's interesting because I feel like each biracial person has a story of when they really found out that they were either black or white or biracial or other. And so, Shanti, I'm curious to know when did you find out that you were? I was other? shocked to learn <laughs> that my mom was white. <laughs> When I was in kindergarten and I had, that was kind of like the first time that uh, I was outside of just the nuclear family of my mom and my dad. And it was the first time that I had a lot of black friends and I had these two girls that I was obsessed with that wore ballies in their hair. And one of the girls was missing her two front teeth and always smelled like tuna fish, but I loved her. And we were sitting on the rug waiting for dismissal and you know we were chopping it up and then my mom comes and she's like hi Shanti and the my friends turn to me and they're like your mom's white and they (laughs) said it in such a way that like shocked me into reality and I was like oh my god my mom's white and they didn't say it in a way that I felt I should be proud of it. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember this. I blocked it out of my memory. I need to go to therapy. But my mom said that following that day, I asked her to wait for me upstairs at uh, the top of the hill to not come into the classroom to get me. You And she did. And she would wait for me. And she said it hurt her feelings, but she, she waited for me. So that gives you a little glimpse into... Um, I, which I appreciate and I can explain later why. Well, I, <clears throat> I, it took me a little longer. <laughs> I was in the third grade, but I, it's interesting that you said you found out that you were white. I found out that I was black. 
because I oh. <laughs> I wasn't operating as a like I knew that I I always knew I was not white like I was very clear like I'm definitely not white but I was told see my mom was like very the way she tried to explain our identity to, to my sister and I was that we were mixed and so I grew up thinking and she just put it in our head so often like if anybody asks you what you are you're mixed and like she would say it so often to try to protect us. So I was under the impression being in the third grade that like mix was a color, like purple, green, mixed, blue, oh. orange. So I was like, I mixed. Oh. Like I had no understanding of anything outside of that. So it's so funny because now I look at my mom, I'm like, she's so white to me. But like back then she was just my mom. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there in the third grade in Miss Palmer's class, and Sharday Williams was in front of me, Tierra Whitley was to the left of me, and Tierra Battle to Tierra's, she was like in front of Tierra Whitley. And it was like me and like all the black girls. I, I pretty much only hung out with black girls. It just kind of happened that way. And we were doing self-portraits, and you know when like those 64 crayon things came mm-hmm, out from Crayola? Mm-hmm. It was like all the colors in the world. So I'm, I'm looking at the colors, I'm going through the colors, and I'm trying to color in my skin. And I'm looking at Charday and the two Tierras, and they're just coloring with their fucking brown, like real easy. And I remember sitting there thinking like, damn, that must be so nice. And I was like jealous of them because it was so easy for them to find their color. And that was like the first time. It wasn't the first time, but it was like, that was always a thing for me. But I never, I just thought they didn't make mixed. So finally I was like, well, with this new big pack, maybe there's mixed. So I'm going through all the colors and... I can't find it. And I'm obviously frustrated. And like Tierra was like, well, what's, what's wrong? Cause I like slammed my, you know, was being a brat, slammed my, my crayon down. And I was like, I can't find my color. Like it's not in here. And she was like, here, use this. And it was peach. And I was like, I'm not peach. And I was so mad. Cause peach just was like, not what I, I was like, I'm not fucking peach. So then I sat there for a second and then I took the white and the black crayon and I tried to color them together and it was like gray, but I was smart. I did it on like, I swear to God, I did it like on the side of the paper just not to mess up my portrait. I'm still saying there. I was like, okay, I'm going to use the brown, but I'm going to use it. I'm going to do a real light. And that didn't work. And so like my piece of art was ruined and I was like having a conniption. And finally I just sat there like exasperated and I said, looking at them and being envious, I was like, I wonder what it would feel like to be black. And Charday Williams was like, you is black, stupid. And I was like, the fuck? <laughs> and I remember sitting there like, what? And so I had never like, I understood my dad was black, but I was mixed. And uh-huh. my mom was white, but I was mixed. So I, I couldn't. I had never like put that together. But, oh shit, you're mixed with those two things, not you're mixed. So I was sitting there and I'm like having, I'm looking at my dad and I'm seeing like images of his skin and then I'm seeing images of my mom's skin and I'm seeing them together. And then I'm, I'm like thinking about what my sister looks like. I'm like, these motherfuckers lied to me <laughs> because they were, they had constantly told me like, you're mixed, you're mixed, you're mixed. Really my mom, my dad would be like, okay, well, if that's what we're, saying to them that's fine but I started like crying because I felt so betrayed 
from my parents. Mostly, honestly, I have to be honest, mostly my mom because she was doing her best again to protect us and to have, you know, because she knew kids would ask. And I just was like, what the fuck? So then Miss Palmer, I was a good kid. So like she called me over and she kept me in her class during lunch. Like all the kids went to lunch and she's like bounced me on her knee. And like, I couldn't even get the words out. And she kept saying like, what's wrong? And I was like, I'm black finally. And she was like, yeah, I know. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Miss Palmer was a, she was this gorgeous black woman who was like makeup was always perfect older woman just regal you know and i loved her and i remember her being like kind of having this look like oh my god okay (laughs) and so she goes well can i ask you what and she specifically said mommy she's like what did mommy tell you were and i was like mixed and she said well you are i said no i'm not i'm black and she's just like, no, you're mixed with white and black. And I was like, uh, oh. And I said, I thought mixed. I was mixed. And I tried to explain, like, mixed, like the color mixed. And she's like, no, that's not a color. Like, you put two things together or three things or four things. And so she had to call my home. Like, it was a whole thing because I just felt so big. I was so close to my parents. And we had such a tight family that I was like, I can't believe these people lied to me who I love oh my god and so I was traumatized by it what did they say when you went home did they like you know what I don't even remember I just remember going home and I was always my poor mom she worked night shift so that somebody would be home when we got home from school and I remember her just being like I told you that you were mixed like my mom doesn't deal with stuff like she's just like listen I told you that you were mixed Obviously, you were mixed with white and black. Like, give me a break. And that was it. (laughs) (laughs) And that was it. It was like, there was no conversation about the complexities of the relationships between white and black people. It was just like, yo, give me a fucking break. You embarrassed the fuck out of me with your teacher calling me, telling me that you're having an identity crisis in the middle of coloring. And I have to go to work and you need to pull it a foot together. And I expected you to understand what I was saying. And that was that was pretty much it. That was it. That was my introduction into being other. My I didn't have now that I think about it, we didn't have conversations about like household conversations about identity of either of my parents of mm. being white or being black. Like sit down, let me explain this to kind of guide me in my search for identity. I think I talked to my mom recently now and she was like, no, you're black. I knew that I was raising a little black girl. So you, I just, my mom could not be more different. Your friends who you chose to hang out with majority of your friends were black growing up in Philadelphia, going to public schools, just the neighborhood that I was in, I gravitated towards and always was surrounded by black people. And she just, to give an example, she created the space for that. She didn't resist it, and she didn't feel some type of way about it. Can you give us? Background? She would come because up, it's so different. Can you give us background on your on your background? Because I, it's just so my discomfort opposite. didn't come from being mixed. Like that wasn't my angst. Yeah, I had you know, I had my angsty things about being mixed. But my family is just strange. All of, I was more concerned that my mom was wearing was like one blue socks and one red sock and like 
a but pattern. But how are they strange? How? They just live alternative lifestyles. My dad was raised in West Philadelphia, but my dad has always been, and they have always been pretty counterculture. He, when he was 17, he devoted his life to an East Indian religion <laughs> and like was chanting and not eating meat and just taking me to the temple and just being weird. And my mom, like I said, will rock one blue sock and one red sock and pack me tofu sandwiches for lunch. So it wasn't like, like that was the least of my worries that my mom was white. It was that she was also white and strange, white and strange. And the food was strange. The smells were strange, you know, and they didn't, they were just counterculture. So why people had those Lunchables. I had tofu. a stinky ass tofu sandwich. <laughs> no juice. I wanted a Lunchable so bad. Ew. And I guess they were always very vocal about the absurdity of American culture. So like, I guess race would come up, but it wasn't an education of, you know... Your your dad's forefathers were slaves. My forefathers could have potentially been slave owners. Civil rights that that never came up. And fortunately for the people that I was surrounded by, all of my black friends, my family, it was always like, "Oh, you got good hair. Oh, your mom's white. All right, let's go play double dutch." That was it. It was oh. never like, "Oh, you you." It, I was never isolated. It was just, oh, that's Shanti. She's a mixed girl from around the corner. She's kind of weird, and <laughs> but she plays rope. Let's go play. She, <laughs> that was it. She invites me over from my house. So that was... So you identify as a black woman? Yes and no. Okay. Yes and no. I, I, I mix my experiences... And here we go into this rabbit hole of what it means to be black. My experiences, I have a white mom. I went to Maine and spent my summers in Maine. My siblings, another dynamic is that all of my siblings That's are white. That's what's so interesting. To my me. mom had, um, we have, my siblings are my half siblings, so we share the same mother, different fathers, and the majority of my siblings are all white, so I was, I'm the only brown child and I was always accepted and loved um my brother would make me try and play basketball and like would you know try to make me be a a, he loved hip-hop and he loves hip-hop so he wanted me he pushed that on me very much (laughs) and wanted me to be a basketball player and thought I like was confused that I was not inclined to play basketball but um I feel like my only discomfort, it's not even discomfort, I guess my awareness to my proximity to whiteness Mm. makes me understand that my experience is different from those that do not have fair skin or did not have... um, did not have the kind of exposure that I think I that, that as I've a had result of as being. a result of being mixed and being in both worlds. So I know women that 
are dark skin, have kinky hair, have been dismissed and neglected and constantly looked over for women that were lighter, my like I I have trouble saying, oh, I'm I'm black. That's exactly. Yes. But at the same time, there are black women that have two black parents and are still light-skinned because of fucking rape and white <laughs> blood that, like, Beyonce is black. She's, and yeah. you would call her a black woman. Her but her Creole, too. So her, ex- but her experience, so fuck it. I don't know. The black experience is more complex than what people try to it's make not, it. It's not, yeah. It's not one thing. But I'll say... Out, it's interesting. So we couldn't have grown up more different. Like mm-hmm. there was never a moment where my mom, there, to this day, my mom would never look at me and say, "You're black." She actually gets upset and will be like, "You only think you're black," and so the way that she sees it is, if I don't claim that I am, I am white then somehow I am not claiming her. And it took me a long time to understand that. Like her main thing is she doesn't, my mom has done a lot for my sister and I, and I'm sure is not done doing a lot. Mm. And so for, for her to birth us, to raise us, to sacrifice so much for us, and then for us not to identify with what she is at all, I think is a type of hurt that I could never really understand. Um, but I, out of respect for black women and for what I know that they have been through. You're saying could, they, though, like you're separating. I am. I am because, be, let me I am because I don't call myself black. Not because I don't feel black as fuck or I don't like, if I in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'm black. Everybody that sees me, they don't see, they either see me as Puerto Rican, Dominican or black. They ain't looking at me and saying I'm white. That's like, I'm not white. I'm, I am white, but I don't embody whiteness and I don't receive that privilege. I don't, I'm not treated as that. Um, but and in, I, in terms of, pro, but you do receive, I a receive, privilege I definitely receive proximity. Mixed, and it. I think that a big part of it is that like you and I even look different, like looking at you. I, w- I don't necessarily... When I first met I was like, she's she's mixed with white and black. Right. I thought that. I was like, she's <laughs> Indian. <laughs> or Asian or something. No. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm confused. But um, for me, I grew up very differently. I grew up with my hair relaxed. I grew up very fair. My hair didn't even curl up when I was little until I was like nine or ten. And then it was relaxed. And then I was I was definitely the girl that grew up in the mixed neighborhood that was light-skinned when Aaliyah was big and I had long hair like her and I would put it in front of my eye and I was cute and the boys liked me and my sister, they liked her and we were constantly told how pretty we were. And mostly from black women, mostly from, and black men, mostly in those spaces where the first thing they would say, because I spent a lot of time with my dad, my parents were, they divorced, but when I grew up, they were together. And I was always with him because my mom worked so much. And in those spaces, we were exalted. We were absolutely on a pedestal. I felt it. I know my sister felt it. I mean, within our dance company, like her nickname was Face because she was so beautiful. And part of that was because she like there were girls in our dance company that were just as pretty as her they just weren't light 
with long curly hair or long fair, you know, like that was what it was. Yeah, your your cousin, my Felicia, looks, gorgeous girl, looks just like, like her. looks just, just like Tina has. My cousin has the most beautiful features, cheekbones, but still within that world back then, it was not exalted in the same way. So I would say, let me. I would say that like I struggle with saying, oh, I'm a black woman. Because I know that I can be triggering for black women. I know that just my presence, my presence alone for my own grandmother is triggering. And she and I have had this kind of conversation because she grew up, you know, my grandmother's 80 something. And she had one son and he went and married a white girl and had these white kids in her eyes. Mm -hmm. And so her heart was broken. She grew up, she was a foster kid and, and she was the darkest of all of them and was treated like shit was made to sleep outside was like it was she's really been through a lot and so my presence alone can trigger her Mm -hmm. and so I'm cognizant of that and I try to be really cognizant of that um and it's always I feel like there's always this internal battle because I'm very much um immersed in black culture and immersed in my blackness but because of that privilege that I rebuke like I, I do not want it, and I go, I, I live my life in a way where I do my damnedest to make sure that I don't benefit from it or don't exploit it, you know, as much as possible. But um, I'm just cognizant of it, and I think that I need to be in order to be a real, in order to really be a sister, in order to be an ally, and in order to be whatever my version of blackness is. And, you know, in the corporate setting, I'm less of a threat. I can walk into a boardroom and if I pull my hair back tight enough, it'll look straight. And I'm just, oh, she's, I don't really know what she is, but she's this, you know, like I have that, I have that way about me where I can be very aggressive and very whatever at the same time, but just based off of how I look. I'm received differently and I see that I'm, I'm, I'm less offensive. I'm less alarming. Um, so I don't know. It's really interesting. And I think that, I think that there is a, for not just black women, but people in general, that there, when, when there's somebody around that can pass, that has the option of passing or has the option of, of not being a threat or not being as alarming, it can it can make you resentful. It can make you like, well, you don't have to deal with this shit all the time if you don't want to. But and that, that alone is privilege. But that's not, that's not, I don't know if that means that you or I have to necessarily take ourselves out of the equation of the experience. That's an ex- That's a black experience in itself. Right, right. White people don't have to deal with that. Right. But that's a black experience in itself. I think it's just we it sh- you should be we should be careful about um excluding ourselves from that experience, which is a very American experience um due to slavery and mixing and the house negro and the field negro. But I think as that is a story that is true and something that plays out between black women. So being mixed doesn't necessarily take you out of that experience of what it means to be a black woman like Nina Simone the the four women, the four women. like 
that those are all experiences that are our experiences of black women. So I just had a realization that I'm a black woman. <laughs> I will not take I will not take my I will not like cower away from that or, or think that I'm um I'm making anybody else's experience easier. I I think it's important to acknowledge it. The word triggering is really, really, really beautiful. I think that's exactly what happens. I was talking to my business partner, Sarita, who's dark skin, and she was talking about, she and I had a conversation about me being mixed. She asked the very same question, do you feel like you're a black woman? We went over all this stuff. And she went over her feelings of of feeling betrayed. Her, 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 her problems or her, she's triggered by mixed women in particular because Black men seem to always pass over mm-hmm. dark-skinned women, women that look like their mothers, for this lighter-skinned, you know, woman. And she has a son herself, and she's like trying to figure out like she does not want her son to bring home a white woman because it's a portrayal to her ego. So that's how she describes it. Because you know, she raised him. Black women have raised him, and for him to go and find a white woman is like. Just a smack in the face. Right. And I can totally, I totally understand that. Um, but this idea of having to feel small or having to tiptoe around who you are and how you look and your beauty, that that's hard for me as well because I don't want to have to feel cow. I don't want to have to cower. I don't want to have to feel. I can't show up as who I am. Like this is my body. This is my face. This is my hair. The problem is not my aesthetic. The problem is the conditioning and white supremacy right. that we have. That not everybody can be seen as beautiful. There's no reason why Kelly Rowland hasn't been exalted in the same way that Beyonce has been exalted. It's so funny because B constantly says that that's the prettiest woman she knows. Well, and she really is. I, Beyonce, you, I heard, and I don't know if this is true. You, you can do the fact check. Me. But Matthew Knowles was like, Beyonce has to be the face of this because she's oh, beautiful. Well, Beyonce, his mom apparently went told him, "Don't you ever bring a dark skinned woman yeah, into my house." Yeah, he said that. He said that, and he said partly why he got with her mom was because he thought she was white. So I think I understand what you're saying, but I also think that a, a huge part of it is because of my experience and because my experience is so different from yours, because it was not drilled in me that I was black. It was drilled, in me, drilled in me that I was or black. that it was drilled in me that I was other or and it was drilled in me in all honesty that I was not from my parents at all. But from other people that I was somehow better. Yeah. I mean, I had the same... You have good hair. I had the same... I had the same experience. But I actually, when I was younger, loved it. Okay. I lived in it. I'd be like, please, bitch. I'm this. And like younger in terms of like... I definitely did. 11, 12. Yeah, 11, 12, even 13. It wasn't until I was like... 26. 14. What? And in free in Philadelphia Freedom School, well, even before that, but when I got into Philadelphia Freedom School, is a literacy based initiative um, that is amazing. 
that was life altering for me um, that is geared towards black and brown people and Latino people. And it's all about literacy, media in all forms, media literacy, literacy, like actual literacy. And it's all, the curriculum is all based in um, uh, African-American studies and even African studies so and pan-Africanism. Woke, that's where you got yeah, I was woke as fuck. And that was when I was like, I'm cutting my hair off. Mom, you fucking lied to me. My skin actually doesn't have melanin. I'm fucked up in the game. Where's my long denim skirt and red wrap? Exactly. I was making I was making jean skirts and putting Lauren Hill quotes and Marcus Garvey quotes all over them. Like I had woken up to this, like, oh, y'all fed me lies this whole time. And um because I I fed into it, but I always still felt like I, you know, I didn't feed into it where I didn't, I didn't think I was better than anybody else, but I didn't, I didn't mind the attention it got me and I didn't mind the favors that it got me. I didn't mind being favorited in certain circles as a result. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I knew it was wrong, but I, I didn't speak out against it, which Mm -hmm. I, I think I have my own um, guilt about where I was like, Yo, I didn't do anything for my friend Tierra or my friend Savita. You know, I didn't say that's not done? right. You know, I, if a boy says I like, I want to. No, I wanna... not I like you, but oh, you know, boys would say me. Like there was a girl, and I, I wish I could find her that had the darkest skin, and everybody made fun of her. Okay, they called yeah, her darky. They called her this. Mm-hmm. They called. I, I don't even remember her name, but like. And I still to this day think about her and how fucked up that was and how I sat around and just let them do that. Mm-hmm. And I do have a bit of guilt. And I also have a bit of guilt because not everybody in my family, like I'm closest to my white family. I don't identify with them. I don't identify as white, but they happen to be the people. And, and it's really an internal battle for me because they're the people that hold me down the most, that will fly out to New York to see me perform, that will do this. But there is a, a disconnect there because they only they only have part of me, like part of my back. Like what? I cannot be my complete self with them. And they say very problematic shit sometimes. Like some of them voted for Trump. And some of it, like, it's so complicated. But at the same time, these people love me, but only a percentage of me, I feel. And so it's this, it's, it's such a hard position to be in. And I have guilt that surround, you know, in that and even like associating with some of the folks, but I do love them and they're fucked up. Like my, they will talk about how Beyonce is terrible because she, was talking she did the politics into yeah she brought politics into the super bowl and the black panther party they were killing police officers like they're so ignorant ignorant Mm -hmm. and they really don't know and so Mm -hmm. some of them when i talk to them and give them information they'll take it in and others it's just not happening like Mm -hmm. they want their guns Mm -hmm. and they want their wall and that's that and like to have that be in my blood and so close to my my heart and so close to me and it's so anti me it's like the biggest mind fuck it's almost I, I, like when people talk about being and it, I'm not at all equating myself to this but when people talk about being like a house 
slave and having the master as your dad, as your fucking blood, but knowing, like also knowing that everything he's doing is wrong, but then somehow still having love for him. It is like the weirdest thing. And my family is not bad like that. They are not overtly racist. They're the type that don't racist. even, they, they don't realize that they're bigots. <laughs> no, they don't just, realize that what they, ignorant. they just it's live just their ignorant. lives in their small town in Pennsylvania and that's all they know. That's, that, that is, that So that's is, where I struggle, no, walking I don't into a that. space and being I, I like. I mean, my mom has her, for the most part, my family's very liberal. Majority of my mom's um, siblings married Cuban man. Mm. Her daughter married, had Guatemalan and white. So there, there's a lot of mixed upness, but. Mixed, as we're talking about, doesn't equate to education, doesn't equate to understanding, doesn't equate to um, acknowledging being privileged and doesn't help to dismantle the conditionings of white supremacy, which tells us that the closer you are to white, the better you are, the more worthy you are, the smarter you are, all of these things, and the closer you are to black, you know, the more inferior you are. So I think that I, in my, in my family and my conditioning, um, I think the closer you are to being black, the more obvious that conditioning is and the more experiences you have to figuring out, hold up, this shit is problematic and something has to be done. But if you have, I can also see with my sister mm-hmm. who, you know, <laughs> Just recently, Bridget, just recently, she hung out with me and all my black friends and was like, black people are fun. This is fun. And I I was shocked. I was like, oh, my God, she doesn't have any black friends. All she knows is this white experience, which doesn't have the... The markers or the the poking that, yo, this system's fucked up right. because she's upheld in it. So I guess we being mixed is kind of a strange space to be in because you you're connected to those that have are completely oblivious. Right. Exactly. And then you're connected exactly. to those that are completely oppressed. Exactly. And then you're in the middle, like, but I kind of benefit from this, but yo, I really love fucking I'm very I think that you and I are very clear that black spaces are the best spaces to be in. In the world. In the world. Like no but in the black world. Black and brown spaces are the best spaces we create to be experiences in, in this the, the fucking world. world. And I mean that like from your body to the space around you, like it's just they are the best spaces to be in. Whenever white people go into black spaces, they want to like, they want to fucking fuck. just stay there or take it and fucking appropriate the shit out of it and make it their own. Like it's just that nobody has the culture and the flavor that black and brown people do. Well, and I, I think that for me, I have definitely felt inadequate in some black spaces. Like even when I occupied space in freedom school, like I was very heavily involved and I was, I was in actually, terms of like and I was very, Oh, dismantling- I was, and dismantling capitalist patriarchalism. <laughs> I was out there. It's like, yo, Marxism is not that bad. And communism, guys, this is great. Like, what the fuck's wrong with y'all? Like, I was on some shit, and I would be met with like some 
some uh, resistance of like, yeah, but your mom's white, so fuck out of here. That's ignorant. Well, that's ignorant because it I requires have white people. To, it has to go from the, the top. You can say it's ignorant. I think you and I view it differently. I think that it was hurtful for me at the time, but I have, I have, for me, this might be the Libra in me, but I have to have empathy for that because I have to always walk in these spaces. To, this is just my thinking, with the not with the the knowledge that. I do come with a little bit of privilege. And in order and as soon as I acknowledge that, the walls start to come down a bit. That's what I've noticed. Like as soon as I acknowledge, yes, I'm XYZ, my all of our, you know, all of our experiences are going to be different. But like, like I don't want a white person walking into a fucking Black Panther meeting telling us what the fuck to do and how to do it. It's no. like, no, you need to acknowledge. So, like, so, you can be an ally. But you can't. So you're saying even you. And need- for some people, no. For some people, no. And I think that I'm at a point where I, I have to. Sexual, light skin, curly haired, like. It's like. So it, it's a, a even a So even. So. <laughs> I'm dead ass serious though. Because even, even so when we were doing funny. the blog heavy and we were. I think I always felt. Or not always. In the middle of it, I felt a little bit conflicted because I was met with a little bit of resistance from folks. And it was interesting because everybody knew I was white and black, but they did not realize you were. And I remember people being like, yeah, but your hair is going to do that. Or yeah, well, bitch. And people were tight. And I was like, okay, I have to acknowledge the space that I'm in. And it really made me sit back like, what? Like, what hair are we promoting? Are we looking? And that's when I started talking about, like, no, let it be your curl. Let it be whatever curl pattern you have. This is just how, a way you can style it. Or this is just, like, instead of the fucking ringlets, you know, and everybody wants the perfect curl. It was just like, this is, a, we're feeding into this. We're feeding people and steering them into the direction of that ideal black woman that's closer to whiteness and that is the opposite I think of what both you and I wanted to do but I was definitely met with more resistance than you and I even wrote about it like that was one of the most popular posts about being mixed and people were like yeah shut the fuck up you're white and I was like that's what Sarita said Sarita was like ha ha you're a natural blog for mixed girls and I was like what right and a lot of people feel that a lot of people feel that way and I and I can't be mad about it I can't be mad about it. But my think my my thing is the family aspect. That really I really struggle with that and I don't know how to navigate it and I struggle mostly because I have so much resentment towards whiteness. And I think we have to be very clear in talking about this, the difference between white and whiteness. Like my aunt, my godmother, I love her to death. She is a white woman. And she does not embody whiteness at all. She is this fabulous, like, woke as fuck, brilliant, like, empathetic, super self-aware white woman. And she just gets it. She just gets it to the point where, like, like she even asked me about the podcast. And I read her the intro. And she and I was like, you need to be prepared. This is the intro. And she was like, oh, that sounds wonderful. I can't wait to hear. Like, she's like, oh, money and dicks, duality, fabulous. Like, she's just all about it. And But she doesn't embody whiteness. I feel like whiteness is, like, people that... 
people that embody their privilege and the and, and you know what a lot of fucking white liberals embody privilege and it pisses me the fuck my mom, off my sister embody whiteness it's my so annoying to me that it's like they'll be like white. they're, they're white. trying to be liberal and they're trying to be like my i know people and i won't put them on blast but i know people that have like barack obama shrines white people in their fucking homes but they still say fucked up shit like you and your sister came out the wrong color you should have been darker like i have a family member that said that to me and i was like like what did you just say that to me you should have come out darker i should have come out darker because i'm more outspoken about black liberation and and my sister should have been the lighter one because back then she was more quiet about it but like it's this is the type of stuff that I met with on a daily basis and I just can't fuck with it and I'm I feel really strongly about it now and um I don't know I feel like I've just been put in so many positions where I and it's interesting because I, I walk into black spaces, I'm very cognizant of the fact that I have white blood. And then I walk into white spaces and I'm like, I'm black. In this space, I'm absolutely black. Like my my one of my college roommates love her to death, but I was the first black quote unquote person that she had interacted with outside of her nanny, Sissy. And it was that she had... She said her nanny sissy. Sissy, I'm dead ass serious. I am not fucking lying to you. And, I, and I've been... I've, all, I've constantly found myself in spaces occupied by white people and having and found myself as a representative of this entire group of people. Like oh, I feel like it all the time. I feel like it at work. Definitely at work. I, am, I was told that I was hired because I was, a per, because I was black. That there was a white boy that literally, some, my VP told me this. There was a white boy that they wanted to hire, but we'd tire of these fucking white boys. We needed some, we need some soul in here. Dead ass serious. And he said it to me as though I should feel really good about that and like give him a high five. And I wanted to strangle him. And then in college, the same thing. You saw the school I went to. I went to Marymount, Manhattan on the fucking Upper East Side. I was broke as fuck and I was a fucking maid. For an Upper East Side white woman, <laughs> and I, I've, I've, I just was. It's just such a mind fuck to like, and then go with my family, my white family, and I'm absolutely black in that space. Go with my dad's family, and I'm black-ish. They ain't quite let me completely in yet. How, what do you mean? How, what are the signs that they let you in? I feel like well, a lot of a, this is your internal. I don't think so. Like, it, it really could be, but I've also I, they have also there's a lot of history there where they were very outspoken against my mother. They were very outspoken about them having kids. There's this tension there that nobody talks about, and that's why I'm able to have a better relationship with my grandmother because I forced her to talk to me about it once. And I was like, I know that you don't fuck with my mom. Or that you didn't, at least. I know the type of stuff that you did to her when she came to Philadelphia. And, you know, that's that. So it it's it's so interesting to try to navigate. But I'm just at this place where, like, people can't take half of me. You can, you can only take all of me. And I will be very um, self-aware when in these spaces. And I'm never going to stop being outspoken about social justice for every race, ethnicity, human, gender, 
you know, sexual orientation, period. Like, I'm just, I'm never going to be like, oh, it's okay that X, Y, and Z is being mistreated. Just ever. Um, But I do have to acknowledge that my experience has been different. And I don't think it makes it less black. I think it makes it different. Well, the world is getting more and more, there's more and more biracial children being born. Uh, I saw some statistic. The largest population of biracial children being Asian and white. Mm. But still, there's a large... um, The world is just getting mixed up. But that doesn't mean shit. Because (laughs) you look at Brazil, you look at the Mm. Caribbean. In Brazil, they have a spectrum for women. It's very interesting for women. um, Because of sex, because of you bring children into the world. It's just a, an interesting thing. But in Brazil, the mulatto women are the are the face of Brazil. When we think of Brazil, we think of these ambiguously race, beautiful brown women mm-hmm. as the face. They're the ones that you want to have sex with. The white women are who you marry. Mm. And the black women are who work. And that's the same in the Caribbean. Like you said, a lot of people think, oh, you're Puerto Rican. You think you're Dominican. There's a, a, oh, yeah. a coming story kind of revolution in these Caribbean spaces where Dominicans, although they're brown like me, will not say that they're black. They'll say, I'm Dominican. Bitch, you are Domin- you're you're black. You're you're the only re- reason that you're brown is because of your African ancestors. But that's like a serious thing. There's still the closer you are to white, the more desirable you are, the better you are. And the closer you are to black, you just want to either deny it or erase it, or it's like this bad thing. So just because you're mixed, and the more mixed people that come into the world, it's not... What needs to be eradicated is this... Is the, it's white supremacy, uh, it's white supremacy And beauty standards. The white supremacy created these beauty standards. People, sh- people should mix, actually. Um, scientifically, you, like DNA loves to mix, and they just, it goes wild, and you make a better human being. Like genetically oh. for it, so mixing is wonderful. But is it? You know what's interesting to me? I I want to get the people going a little bit. How do you feel when you see a black man and a white woman walking down the street, and a white man and a white woman walking down the street? Because mixed is a lot of different things. I think today we're mostly talking about white and black. I already talked about my Kanye. Like we can go back to the videos. You're the one that was like, you love who you love. It's a preference. They can have preferences. I think that there's a, there's I have a rational. Problems. I hate. What? I. I. Since when? Because before you were all like. I really was trying can... to just be against you in no, that video because whatever, you were hating. You were. Ha- you were so whatever. mad at Kanye, and I like Amber because a it's bit. a thing. It's a serious. No, thing. No, I'm. Men... I am very clear that Kanye. Black men, not just Kanye, black men, there is something to this thing. When you get on, you're going to leave black women. All right, well, let's not talk about people that are on. Let's talk about just black men in general. Joe Schmo is walking down the street with Becky. How do you feel? It, It causes an irrational, like, feeling of. I don't know. It causes something. Betrayal is a really strong word. I don't know the proper word that comes up. 
even though I'm biracial. Isn't I don't that, know. that's what's, that's what I'm getting at. That's what's crazy is that I'll see it and be like, damn, bruh. Because no nobody, sisters. because this, the, so fucked the up. work, <laughs> we're crazy. Because the work, uh, like, is she down for the cause? That's cool. How are you raising your kids? Like, if I'm going to be with a white guy, and I have dated a white guy before. That. I have. It's so interesting. <laughs> I have. I've dated a white guy before. How was that? Was Tell wonderful. me how it was. It was wonderful. And he he saw but you for who you were. But we didn't talk about... He saw me for who I was, but, like, we, the stakes weren't high. We weren't going to have a kid together. We weren't going to have to bridge our values and if our history did, together. What? It would not have been with him. Cause I know the little the little inklings that I got from him is he he didn't he didn't know what the fuck was going <laughs> on and he had very um, narrow he did not have the exposure he did not have black friends mm. he didn't he didn't know what was going on and maybe there was and my mom and my sister would hurt my feelings when they said this because I feel like it was a dismissal to me is like oh he just liked you because you're exotic he just wanted to 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 see what that was like. That is hurtful. Yo, fuck white people. <laughs> <laughs> fuck white people. I'm just kidding. No. But it could have been true. It's very true. Why is that not true? But what was I saying? I feel like it's rev- like love is everything. Love is revolutionary. But it is political white and at black times. people loving each other and just loving each other in this day and time and being a couple and making it through and raising a family is a revolutionary act. It is to do that as two times, black though. people loving each other, maintaining a family hopefully marrying or having a promise of commitment through thick and thin and raising children and setting a standard and passing on values and passing on wealth that level of revolution that revolutionary act to me is a little bit carries a little bit more weight because than we don't the opposite we well than white I, and black you know what coming I, I hate when people say because we don't see it where it doesn't happen because that's not even true there are a lot of black people and black families doing their fucking thing out here but it's just not hasn't been on mainstream media as much, and now it's so. No, it has it, the black family structure. To quote the Hoteps, has been <laughs> systematically fucked up, it's and just, there's it, no right. doubt about it. Yes, and the weight yes, of yes. black women has been great. But you don't feel that same way when you see a black woman with a white man, do you? You yes, don't I feel. Do. You do. I think not. it's a lot. I, you know what I think? This that's is terrible. I think she ain't getting fucked right. I swear to God, I think that. I think that's terrible. That's, like, there's something really yeah, wrong with me. that doesn't make any sense. I really be like, there's no way that man knows what to do with you. And that's so... Do- like, I've never even kissed a white boy, so I have no idea. Yeah, well, like, that's what, not true. It's terrible. Oh, well. <laughs> but I just have... I just... I don't know. And that's where I'm like, that's where I see. You need to go to therapy. Yeah, to I see what my, what my mother, how is that? What my mother is talking about with me where she'd be like, you just don't claim any bit of me. And it's like, that's not it. Like, I am her. I am my mother. I have her face. I have her, I my skin Sun, get sunburnt like her. I have her IBS. Like I have every her OCD. Like I have every fucking thing from that woman. But the whiteness aspect, and I just can't. And my mom has, my mom has grown light years. Like she's so much more, so much more of a critical thinker right now than she's ever been. But 
I don't know. I don't know. When I when I see a a white man and a black woman, I'm like, okay, okay. But when I see a black man and a white woman, I'm like, oh, come on, come on. And I think it's sad. But then when I see the kids, I'm like, oh, somebody like me. But it's like, I don't know. I just feel like the union should just be about love. But unfortunately, because of the country that we live in and the political landscape right now, that is just insane. It is a political statement, unfortunately, and it shouldn't be. We should just be able to, you know, love who we love, but when white people fucked on, it up and made it real complicated. For a white girl. But or at the end of the day, I. Because like, there might be guys that you've dated whose exes, that they are their exes, and then they see you with, with him, and they're like, Oh, oh fuck no! Oh absolutely! Oh fuck, oh, absolutely. Oh, fuck he got himself a light so let me tell let me say something to you. I've never felt I felt so inadequate with my last ex, who to physically and and in a lot of other ways, but aesthetically, physically, like he was like the ideal for me. Like if there was, if I could write down every little bit of what I wanted a man to look like and feel like, and it was him. And I was just so attracted to him in every way, shape of the word. And he finally like confessed to me that it was hard sometimes for him to be with me publicly. And I was like, what? And he was like, it's not like, you're beautiful. I get that. He was like, but I don't want people to think that I'm just out here chasing exotic looking mixed girls. Exotic. Don't use that word. Fucked up. Right. And he was like, and and then he said to me, he was like, you know, I come from a family where my father only, my father loves like, and he was like, and I love dark skin, black women. Like that is what I go for. That's my shit. Like my mom is that I'm that my sister's that my father's that. And he was like, and I've always envisioned that my children would be that. And I don't think they would be that with you. And I struggle sometimes with that. And I remember feeling like, oh, and and he had to, you love somebody. So they have to be able to have these kind of hard conversations with you. But I remember sitting there and feeling like, fuck. And that's not the first time that I felt that from, because a lot of the guys that I date, of course, because I'm the way I am, are very like, liberated pro-black so they tend to kind of envision their family looking a certain way or they're cognizant of how folks will perceive them you know when it comes to the women that they love and yada 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 and that's kind of where I'm like damn not really enough even like something is so so something is that's fucked up and I have to go to counseling but something (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Even when I wrap my hair sometimes and my hair is too thin to hold the head wrap up and and I have to like stuff it with a sock. It makes me feel like this ain't for you then, if sis. Then you, you this are ain't black and got kinky hair. <laughs> if you are brown, if you are high yellow, show up as your greatest so, of course, I but I don't want fuck. any. If you're white with blonde hair and you're a woman, show up as your great. Of course, don't be no, small that's different. But I'm not trying to anybody. say to be small. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm trying to say I don't ever want to be perceived as being black because black is in. And it's like what? that's not who I that am. From I don't even understand. I feel what, I'm just that an argument. What do you mean, black is in? I just feel like I've heard that. No, I've heard that. Well, okay. But I've heard this from many different people 
I'm still single, so I'm out dating. And so I've, I, I'll hear this from men when they're like, oh yeah, you're one of those mixed girls. I feel like it's always the mixed girls that are the ones that are like power to the power to the what's people. Cause show? they, what's that show? Uh, dear white people. Yeah. That's the true thing. We'd be up in the in the Afrocentric <laughs> studies, like the That's white because man. we're fucked up and we're trying to figure out what our identities are. Uh, but I'm just saying, like, and there's this. I think that there is this underlying kind of perception of like, oh well, it's cool to be black right now. Even my dear friend, and you know what, he wants to be a guest on here. We need to let him because he's fucking crazy and amazing. Said. I said something to him the other day and he was just like, I was like, yo, is it fucked up when I get my hair braided? Like, I'm just trying to figure out like what the perception is because I don't want to be out here like Kim Kardashian. I don't feel that. He was like, girl, get your hair braided, put some pink in there. Like he was just like, you're tripping. But he has definitely said things to me. It's like, oh, just like Sarita, like, oh, your blog on how black women should take care of their hair so they can look more mixed. Great. Congrats. I was like, (laughs) I was just like, oh, and I really had to do some searching within me. Like, fuck, like I need to always be cognizant. I need, we have to be cognizant because we have to know, like, we can't be the two mixed girls trying to tell black people how to live. Anybody trying to tell, I'm just showing up as myself. (laughs) Yes, yes, there you go. There are white women that hate their curls and need to go through their discovery and their confidence Jewish girls like fuck that I'm gonna show up as myself yes. if you're a yes. black woman who's watching my video and you're like I want my curl to be you got that's your work that you need to do and I'm gonna help you through it I'm not trying to say I'm not putting anyone else down and I don't have that air of entitlement exactly but what I'm saying is our messaging in that way has to be clear we have to Black girls, this is not for you. If your hair is pinky and curly, that's not what I'm we saying. are biracial. Just a disclaimer: that is we are closer to the saying, white bitch. women on the white. What spectrum. I'm saying, is, you're such a bitch. What I'm saying is, we have to be cognizant. That's all. We have to be cognizant that we're not out here. Yo, you, like, because there's a no. What is our tagline? A, we're gonna be exalting of the magic we, we see, see in, in ourselves, ourselves and, and in you. you. Show the fuck up. Don't be small yes, for yes, anybody. Because Beyonce yes. has a long blonde wig she's totally in alignment <laughs> with the white beauty standard and we love her for it because she's but showing up don't talk about in the skin that, that she's in with her creole self and she let's t- <laughs> can Beyonce all i want to do i want to be i want to i just want to walk around cons- uh, with consideration of who the people are around me and who i am that's it and i've decided to hold the people around me accountable, especially my white family and my white friends. Um, and you, you know, don't this... have any white friends, Gina. You got like one white friend. Let me think. <laughs> <laughs> I do have white friends. My mm. friend, you know, my friends from college. But you're not your friends anymore. First of all, you're yes, like they my are. sister. Black people are fun. I was <laughs> like, me, like white so people are. Bar- I was cool. like gonna cover her mouth. I was like, you gotta go, Bridget. <laughs> Cause they were rapping and shit on top of it. It was so stereotypical. <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" So yeah, so we're here. We're we're. I I don't think this is gonna be one conversation. I think that this might be. We might have to revisit it. 
But as you can see, we don't we don't fucking know y'all outside of just be yourself and be self-aware. And dismantle white supremacy. And dismantle white supremacy by any means necessary so we don't have to have these fucked up so people conversations. Love who they love? I don't know. Love who you love, but make sure they're black. And no. black. <laughs> love who you love, but don't ever date outside of your race until white supremacy is dismantled or else you're birthing confused. <laughs> Mixed girls who are doing all the Afrocentric studies courses (laughs) and teaching them to your black kids. Fucking yo, telling you how to lock your. You know what? I have my black friends, like my homegirls. They're all black, basically. But in New York, Jade of all Jays, this bitch calls me Rachel uh, Dozal. And then what? And it's a running joke, but I sometimes I'm like, yo. Am I Rachel Dolezal? Am I Rachel Dolezal? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Like, yo, I better not be oh the fuck out God. here perpetrating and taking on an identity that is not my own. And I get stressed the fuck out about it. Like, yo, I cannot be that person ever. I'm just trying I'm to scared. become. That's my biggest fear. That and sitting in a chair and breaking it is to like <laughs> appropriate the shit in somebody's culture and to like break a chair. Antoinette, you're black. Antoinette, too. Please, if y'all could woman. just write me and tell me you're it's okay for me. Okay? You are a black No, that's woman. a joke. I, I, I definitely am. You are and from I love the diaspora. Your forefathers have had the same Listen, we struggles. got our tests. My my people was Nigerian and Ghanaian. I'm sorry you took that DNA test because now the government's going to use the information against you. <laughs> and now you can children. see Shanti's upbringing <laughs> coming right on up. Shanti use ain't that. got no goddamn immunizations. I shouldn't even be over here. Don't tell people that. Don't it ain't safe, people. y'all. But All right. Like, so the takeaway is, yeah, uh, biracial folks. Twiddly diddy. Um, it's fucked up. Don't do it. Make sure your kids are one race so that you can create a super race so that we can get up from out of this motherfucking hole that we are in or at least live separate but equal. Sure. That's, that is the takeaway from our mixed episode. Don't fucking do it. It's like, no. If you're mixed, just be true to yourself, right? No, if you're white, black, yellow, Puerto Rican, or Haitian. Oh, right. Not if you're just mixed. I'm fucked up. <laughs> Stay true no. to yourself and let's collectively work to dismantle white supremacy Especially and our white standards. allies. You have to you have to take the lead in dismantling with no braids this mess. or head wraps on. Yeah, you don't need braids <laughs> or head wraps. That's how that's, that's see. Uh, as you can tell, we still don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> but at least you heard our experience. We're <laughs> oh, gonna get so much controversy. <laughs> You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good. <laughs>